0: Five, four, three. Two, one. This is the chop up, trying to get chopped up, not get slapped up. You already know.
1: Well, the chop for today, uh, from my perspective, is going to be, I think we'll go ahead and call this the social chop. And, um, you know, with it being Pride Month, um, one third of us. The month of June is here, and one third of us are very prideful because you know what I'm saying. I'm not straight. Um, I don't. I, <laughs> I don't identify with with too much of anything outside of that. But I can say that with a level of boldness and confidence that has taken me quite a bit of time to be able to develop. Um, but I just ain't. And so that being said, you know I've appreciated being on here vibing with y'all uh what was we'll what they say in the church both in season and out of season uh both during pride month and outside of pride month being able to talk <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes being able to talk about you know queer folk being able to talk about trans folk being able to talk about you know what I'm saying the issues that affect us everything from Jesse Smollett to the uh numerous uh murders and eradications of black queer I'm sorry black trans women um and so you know I feel like we should just kind of validate all of that even more by putting out some specific time to just reflect on you know black queerness and what that kind of means and represents for us so y'all know me i'm coming through with a couple different questions just to hear y'all's take on them and my first one for you all is when you think about not just queerness i want to hear about black queerness because it is so unique and situated interestingly in the worlds that we occupy right i feel like we had the black world down before we like met each other for example Mm -hmm. But college, debate, academia, society, social issues have really gotten us up on our queerness thing. So, what was the moment of reckoning for y'all? Interactions, meeting somebody, a situation uh, that really brought black queerness to a for to a head for you.
0: Man, I go first. Uh, shout out to everybody. <laughs> <y'all. Enjoy>. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to everybody in Baltimore. I think that when I first, I guess, got woke, quote unquote, what niggas call it now these days. I, had, I used to always talk about, you know, uh, power to the people, you know, power to all oppressed people across the world. It's the type of shit I used to always talk about. And I remember uh, Davon Love, one of the, the co-founders of the LBS Leaders of a Beautiful Struggle in Baltimore, yeah. and uh, Adam and, and, and Iggy, they were always talk about this idea as, you can't say you for your people if you're not for all your people. And for me, that was one of the f- uh, first, like, real, critical, intentional, you know, purposeful Thinking about LGBT, you know what I'm saying, black LGBT positions within the community and within like liberation, like literally being like, well shit, you can't say it for your people, it being for all your people. Yeah. Or if you get to pick and choose which one of your people you care for and which ones you don't care for, you can't really say you down for the people. And that was the narrative, that language, that rhetoric is what kind of started me on my journey journey of kind of exploring black black LGBT, black queerness
1: real as hell I mean the convergence of your reality is one that you can't escape which is queer people is everywhere and the one that you chose which is not just being a nigga cause you are a nigga but you know affirming that yeah, affirming it. you know what I'm saying yeah. and trying to walk in it and trying to celebrate it like shit you got decisions to make uh what about you Slamo? man so <laughs> right. my
2: My first <laughs> one was a little bit more uh I, I guess it was
1: it was way before college
2: well oh, actually not way before but uh My senior year, uh, well, going into my senior year, actually, uh, one of my partners on my debate team, you feel me? I ain't going to say no names. I mean, I'm sure he probably wouldn't mind, but I ain't going to say no names.
1: Do I know the names? Of course you know the names. Oh, well, there's that. Of all the people, you know the names. Lord have mercy. Keep going.
2: (laughs) Jesus. So, alright, So, boom. I got my niggas. We on the debate team. I'm, I'm hanging out with, you know what I'm saying, like, niggas that I never really thought I hang out with before, you feel me, niggas I was never really exposed to before. I mean, you you know how you always got the feminine nigga that you always been around. Or yeah. the way that them type of niggas is described. But you don't say shit, you know what I'm saying? Like you probably make jokes or whatever, but it is what it is. Um and, you know, my nigga, you know, he has some of them tendencies. But, you know, again, it was what it was, you feel me? Right. So we go to debate camp, you know what I'm saying, two different debate camps. So I'm pretty much with this nigga the whole summer. Yeah, you know I mean, shit's cool, we kick it, we get back from debate camp or whatever. My nigga hit me up one day and just like, hey bro, like, uh I feel like over this summer we got hella close and you know what I'm saying, I, I wanna let you know something. And I'm like, What's good, bro? Nigga was like, I'm gay. Yeah. Now this is the thing about it, you feel me? Nigga had never been hit with a situation like that before. Yeah. So you had to working with yourself. Like, what's what, like, what's when you when I think about it now, it's like, what was my first instinct? Like, okay, nigga, I kind of already knew, but that's cool. You yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, like, yeah.
2: You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's what it was, and that was still my nigga. You feel me? And it was it was all good. And from that moment, I knew, like, yeah, I like. It don't make a difference who you you know what I'm saying. Who you with? Who you fuck with? That's it. it it don't change a motherfucker
1: at all. I mean, not no. at not at all. The the part you most worried about is the parts that you ain't never gonna see or be a part of. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Which is,
2: it's in so why I, there's no point in being worried about that. You yeah. feel me? So it's like, but I, I want to say this though. Even because because even though you know a nigga had that experience, that nigga was still problematic. I ain't gonna yeah. Buy. You know what I'm saying? Because we were still young, we still stupid. Even though I you know I'm still looking at this nigga like my brother, it was still certain perceptions I had of queerness that it was not, I mean that was toxic and heteronormative. Yeah, yeah. Now my nigga my nigga uh this is another nigga you know, Toya. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna say this nigga name either. Uh but we were just having a conversation, uh, when I was talking to this nigga about me wanting to go into politics, and somehow a conversation somehow. About gay marriage came up. Now, the nigga that I'm talking about is a hood nigga. Mm -hmm. That's just his, that's that nigga life. (laughs) You feel me? Like, he a for real Kansas City, Missouri nigga. Period. You know what I'm saying? And we having this conversation about gay marriage. I don't don't know how it came up, but we having this conversation. And he like, so if you was in politics, or if you was like a senator or whatever, and some legislation came up Mm -hmm. to legalize gay marriage, would you vote for it? And initially I said, no, I wouldn't vote for it. Now by this time mm-hmm. I'm in I'm in, uh college. And the nigga's like, bro, that is fucked up. You feel me? Yeah. And the nigga went in on how like I can't be against racism and all that type of shit and then be like that towards gay people. You feel me? Like oh, equality is quality and all this type of shit. You feel me? Now this is a nigga like a
1: gay Yeah.
2: <laughs> this is a nigga nigga. Like a Kansas like a kid if you know Kansas City niggas, I'm talking about like Kansas
1: City. Can, can-, shit, can- nigga. shitty nigga. <laughs>
2: You know what I'm talking about, can
1: shitty nigga. You, you know what I'm
2: saying. Yeah. So when me, at, at the end of that conversation, I was like, "Bro, you are right. That's <laughs> fucked up." You feel me? <laughs> like, and, and, and that's what it was. Like that's
1: when I was just like, "Yeah, I, I see what's up. Right? I recognize the game." You feel me? I'll say real quick. Uh, I was definitely a child. You know what I'm saying? Still really unresolved and unsettled about like. Gay shit in general, you know what I'm saying. Christian in general, like it was something I didn't talk about and think about. weren't really around me like that. Gay shit, yeah. That gay no, we shit. Be real, it's period. Chop. Hey, man, I can say that shit. I'm one of them. Anyway, um, so that gay shit, you know what I'm saying? Like niggas not really knowing what to do with it. But I, my grandma had this neighbor that lived um not next door to her, but the door, the house next to that. Um, and this person, I'ma call them them because I, I never was old enough to figure out how to identify to this day. I still don't. So we'll say they uh always would dress in very loud, like in my mind telling this story now, I'm visualizing like blue hair and long blue nails and you know what I'm saying, back this think back to back when polos was popping, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Like you put two of them hoes on, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Some some column, you know what column, what I'm saying column, some jeans some you little air apostle situation whatever so stylish and trendy had all the 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 woman hairstyles like what we call in Kansas City uh in the country the hard styles you know what I'm saying a lot of gel a lot of spritz a lot of waterfalls right, yeah, but you can tell that you know how they were born was not necessarily how they was rep- you know presenting or whatever and you know you get the rules for men on the block. You know what I'm saying? A grandma house. Grandma ain't finna be going up and down the block looking for your ass neither. So you just need to mind these hoes and make sure you follow in line. When you at grandma house, you know you go out there. Same rules. Street light. Come on. Whatever. Whatever. It was a man out there called Maniac. You're not allowed to talk to Maniac. Maniac not gonna hurt you. Maniac cool as hell. He here to defend the community. But that nigga wild. Do not talk to Maniac. Uh, also, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, don't do Maniac. Hey, Maniac live at five. Nigga used to say you look at Maniac too long. All of a sudden he going to a diatribe about some shit. We don't even know he talking about. But he cool, right. he ain't gonna hurt nobody, he harmless. You know what I'm saying? People trusted him, it's just, just leave Maniac alone. We kids, 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 you know what I'm saying? Then, the other rule that we knew was just that 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 person over there on that porch, don't talk to them, don't interact with them, they don't need no business with you, don't, like, they, and, but clearly treat it like a threat, you know what I'm saying? Like, this person is gonna do something to you if you get any proximity to them, whatever. And I remember being the one of my grandma's grandkids. One of them. Hi!
0: Uh-oh, you got go to go anywhere. Waving and shit. <laughs> Learn
1: them hard yeah, I mean, but no, but they was cool. And wave back. You could tell that they appreciated the neighbor, at least one of the neighborhood kids not fucking treating them like they was a the devil. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like somebody on the block dignifying their existence. I ain't gonna say they got all of that gratification out of little old me. But definitely a time in my life where you know, I just was curious, but it was a pleasant curiosity. This person never came off as a threat to me. They never came off weird to me. They never came. They just in their skin doing them. And that's the thing I think about queer folk before I even started identifying is that was just so dope to me was that it take a whole. Do you know how many followers it is? Like how many biting ass niggas who want to do a whole bunch of shit and want to take a stance and or, you know, step out or leap out and get out their comfort zone, but don't do it. And this ain't even on no sexuality shit. This is on, like, wearing what you want to and doing your hair how you want to and whatever. And so for queer folk to be like, man, I'm a you know, I know I'm going to stick out like a sore thumb. This is, I mean, and the motherfucker was, like, six over six feet tall. Damn. You know what I'm saying? So for you to take on and have the nerve and the audacity to be like, I'm about to just do me and I don't care. In blue. Like, navy blue. Crip blue. <laughs> no, crip blue. Nip. Everything. Blue, you know man. what I'm saying? And was just out there living their truth, and I love that shit. Like on the low, low, I didn't talk about it the whole lot, didn't share it with them, but I just was always like, "Damn, like that's cool as hell that this person just really want to be them, and is doing it on the block with a whole bunch of religious ass old black people." Like that right. shit was great.
2: I, and you know what's crazy? It, I mean, especially when we talk about trans folk, because I think we was actually introduced to trans folk way earlier than what we or what we want to think, though. Like. We all seen episodes of Motherfucking Jenny Jones and yeah. Ricky Lake, and where they just Jerry like, Springer. oh, meet this guy that you knew from high school. I mean, when but in school, a way that was definitely like, toxic. toxic.
1: <laughs> but in ways that were definitely toxic and healthy, right? They go right? out
2: because that's what I was about to say.
1: So what? What? What,
2: what was crazy this, to me was a <laughs> they would do this thing where I mean, these trans <laughs> women would come out looking fucking fabulous, and then. They would
1: be
2: like, all right, let's see what you look dressed up like a man, mm-hmm. and then put clothes on, like man clothes on them, and that type of shit. And they'd do it, and they'd come out, and it would just look so awkward.
0: It was just see, wrong. Uh, see, to me, it made me think of when I was a kid watching them Jerry Springer commercial. I mean, Jerry Springer episodes that'd be like, "I've been with so and so for five months, but I'm gonna find out they were really a man." Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, There's yeah, all them, yeah, all them yeah, problematic yeah, that questions that's about that's how, that's how like did you know. Show. Show did y'all have sexual intercourse? But then you see that they had a different genitalia. Like, all that type of shit, you feel me? So, it's really kind of justified and conditioned you to already be able to ask fucked up shit to people in that community. Because, yeah. like, why do I care about, you it's, know what uh, I'm it's, it's
2: that deviance. I mean, you, you ask fucked up shit because that's the only thing you know to ask. Like, I mean, but think about... That, I mean, the way that those trans bodies are over-sexualized, I mean, it's like, it's literally all about... I mean, I'm gonna use this cliche.
1: I'm gonna use this cliche phrase to expose America, though. You know what I'm saying? Like the cliche phrase is where your, your where your attention goes, your energy flows. You know what I'm saying? So right. I feel like a whole lot of that was that that deviance and that you know what I'm saying, secularity and all of that shit was enticing for a reason. It's so for a reason, and that's because a whole lot of Americans and a whole lot of people were like not able to live truths and too scared to live truths that they really had about themselves. They're really interested in this deviant shit. They're really captivated by trans people and people who are androgynous and somewhere in the middle and they don't know how to express that shit so they demonize them. So they do dumb shit like make them a spectacle. Like... You know what I'm saying? Let's see. I, I have. I, what's the captions they have at the bottom of Jerry Springer? I have a secret. I'm really a man in a woman's body. Or I'm a woman in, in a man's body. Or, you know what I'm saying? Even the the language we got to describe trans folk. Like, you know, the slur T-R-A-A, T-R-A-N-N-Y. Or transvestite. Which we know to be just both out of date and inappropriate. You know what I'm saying? Like, But like, all of that shit that we got taught back then is just it's wild now. You know what I'm and, saying? And, see.
2: and it was like... I think about it now. Yeah, I was I was in a position where I was even on Jerry Springer. You would look at the women, like for example, there would be like a woman that would leave a man, or for this trans woman, well, with this trans man actually.
1: Yeah,
2: was the trans man. This is the one that stood out to me the most, and it was like, okay, she like she really loved it, like this trans man. Yeah, and, and this other nigga like everybody's on his side, and everybody's like, this is so crazy, this is so fucked up, this is so weird, you feel me? But I'm looking at this woman and this and this trans man, and I'm just like, that's who she want to be with. Yeah. Why is niggas responding, like, with this type of... Vitriol, anime? yeah. And, like, the vitriol, yeah. It just, even even then, it, it didn't make a lot of sense to me. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, so I, like, when we talk about that early exposure, this shit kind of came in... I mean, but we. You uh, know what? What's up? You know what intersect with that early exposure really well? What's Pose.
1: That? Yeah. What?
2: I don't watch uh, Pose on this, the show on FX
1: uh, like about
2: yeah. like trans women in the nineties, like that trans culture or queer culture in the nineties. Yeah. It
1: it's queer culture. Uh, yeah.
2: That shit is interesting. <clears throat> it is. Like it's a whole subculture like that. The um. The balls that they do and shit, like the organization, like
1: the cliques, the families. You feel me? That shit was crazy. <laughs> like, I mean, but it's real as hell, and they tell you know. I think yeah. they do a good job of not just being like home,
0: it. you got. I,
1: I think you, you I, watch Post. everybody, watch Pose, man, because like know. what it does. I think it does a good job without being corny and like overly informational. Man, man, is why? built it's into it. A regular that, show. It's a regular show that does a good job at building language, building yeah, vocabulary, yeah. and building accessible understanding for why right. things are in queer culture why houses exist why mothers exist like all of yeah, these different know. all this different shit you just like i'm finna just watch some gays go be some queers go be some queers go some trans folk go be some trans folk some drag queens go be that you get that and it's entertaining and you get the culture and you get all of cute shit but you learn if you are really yeah, interested in like, investing. Like, wow. pose is a good place to start it, it's a, it's
2: a good it's a good uh, um, it gives you a good understanding of like literally taking like the story of trans women or queer folk outside of just the sexualization of them, you feel me? What or even or even like the flamboyant, you know what I'm saying? Like shit, like yeah, the balls is a part of the shit, but you see like the shit that they have to experience outside of that being trans people. And like, then you
1: you figure out, you start figuring out why prides and why balls and why gay clubs run like they want not run, why they seem like such a big chaotic party. Niggas niggas is really celebrating their life. They like, like freedom. Look, I mean going, going out to the gay club is a whole different conversation. You know what I'm saying? Like I mean, but if you haven't done it and you're not hip and you scared, I'm telling you, when you wanna see somebody be free, you wanna see somebody mind their own business with their life, you wanna to go to a, a gay spot with thirty people in it and had a time of your life, try it, try it. Take a take a leap. Go to the gay club. Because every person in there is just in there trying to be they self, they being their best version of their self, they feel comfortable being free, open and honest, and ain't no straight club serving that shit.
2: Like, um, look, I went to a uh, at, at, at a gay club. Usually, the wackest person in the gay club is the straight. Person. <laughs> period. Period.
0: it's <laughs> the straight, and too the it's the straight nigga that don't want to be like there, that, 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 that that's trying to be too cool.
2: Yeah, you feel me? Because it's like you. I mean, because as a as a as a straight nigga, like you go in there and you. It's, it's kind of like all right. What do you expect? You feel me? Now I'm the
0: type of nigga. I, I check myself. Like nigga, every gay nigga don't want you. You No, no, <laughs> like, like that shit ain't real. No, niggas who think you ugly, niggas nigga, shoot you. Maybe
1: you fucked up. <laughs> in the occasion that somebody <laughs> do, <though. laughs> I'm just. I mean, can I can I can I tell your truth real quick? Yeah. Me and me and Lee and Ryan, you know what I'm saying. My my best friend also is a uh, is a gay black man. You know what I'm saying. And we went out here in Austin today, wonderful uh, gay district. And then we went over to another bar that's not too far away from there. And when I tell you George LaFine ass walked up in there, and the traffic wouldn't stop. But the way my man's handled is so smooth. Again, the wackest niggas in the club is nigg- usually the straight ones who don't understand who they are, where they are. This man walked through. He already, what, you 6'2"? Walked through that club, <laughs> <laughs> club tiring, so you can't miss him. You know what I'm saying? And so you see heads turning. You see niggas double taking and clocking. You see it, niggas like, who is this man? You know what I'm saying? It's fresh edge up. Got the locks on fleek. Got the ropes going on. Got a nice little fit going on. Like, you watching hey, niggas nah, nah, stopping, hey, stopping nigga their tracks, though, boy.
0: What he you He though? pressed the issue, fam. Like He made me feel like a <laughs> straight piece of mean? meat, man. <laughs> I'm talking about it. He ain't say nothing to me. Listen, He, he looked me in my eye. Well, actually, he looked at me, looked away. Double took, look back at me, looked me in my eye and told me, hey, meet me in the bathroom. Period. Sure. <laughs> meet me in the bathroom right now. And then, Ryan and Toya see what's going on. They laughing, you feel me? <laughs> we go to the back of the dance floor. The nigga then circle back to the bathroom, yeah. back around the club to see where the hell I'm at. Yeah. Like, nigga.
1: And that's, that's one of a whole lot of stopping stairs. You know what I'm saying? But I love it yeah. because... I can I can trust George to number one come into a, a a gay club or a queer space and not try to steal the shine, not try to steal the attention, not to, try to abuse that attention. A lot of queer people get gotten over. On by straight folk who want to, you know what I'm saying, prey on their, you know what I'm saying, interest and shit like that. None of that is ever anything we have to be concerned with. We go to have a good time because that's the space to have a good-ass time. And that's because it is a place I mean, you know, everybody ain't gonna be perfect and respectable and, uh, and kind about it and then they're gonna be men is what we just figured out shit, about going to the club.
0: <laughs>
1: and so, you know what I'm saying, some shit don't change, but there still is a level of tolerance and respect and safety and comfort. I don't think that you know what i'm saying and y'all are you know masculine body so that's already not inherent to y'all experience But i don't think nobody feared being raped or being yeah, abused only I ain't feared nothing
0: like you told him
1: no and you didn't, You know i never got like, the vibe that he was gonna follow us around the club or do nothing. you know what i'm yeah, saying that, like, like, that, like it was just like what's good you with the shit so you ain't let me slide yeah, and so yeah. it's like, i mean as simple
2: as a woman not giving you her number nigga
1: like it's that it's that easy it's that easy like, that like, easy?
2: Nah, like nah, i'm cool
1: <laughs> and so i mean i don't know uh, tldr we're a great ass time you should come hang out with us more often and by man. us i mean both me ryan and george but also just more que- queer people in that queer actually, spaces uh, who i
2: went to my first gay club with i went to my first gay club with ryan and, Hell yeah. uh, and lawrence at ku let me yeah,
1: uh go ahead I, I forget the name of the spot but yeah we was we was, 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 was in there i mean i actually I want been, to rescind the invitation I want to rescind that the way. invitation real quick. I spoke too, too, too quick. I was I just told a bunch of straight people to come to queer spaces, and I'll take that shit back. <laughs> um, keep y'all, listen, couple of y'all come, slide through, couple of y'all know how to act, make sure you invite it. But I take that back, man. Y'all done obliterated pride. Y'all coming to our, what you say, you seen some straight niggas getting a fight at the gay club? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Y'all coming to our, our spaces and, and cause mayhem. So y'all keep y'all asses where y'all at until we, don't call us, we'll call you.
0: How about that? Yeah, actually, I know for so a fact I went to the club a, a gay called gay nineties in Minnesota, Minneapolis, and talking about the club live, we had a good time. Two obviously straight niggas and you know, when I say niggas, I do mean niggas, start <laughs> fighting in the gay club. I'm laughing, I'm some kinda I'm kinda tip. I'm laughing like oh, boy, y'all, each y'all fighting each other, bro. So I'm thinking like Y'all niggas gotta be either on some down on some down low shit, maybe, or y'all just in this bitch doing with the, like being whack as hell and it's the reason why they have like exclusive Chris spaces because they know y'all nigger <laughs> niggas coming in with the bullshit. <laughs> stupid, stupid shit. But Hey but you you know what? And that's a good
2: segue into uh I, I mean I know you have more questions, Tony, but I definitely, definitely wanna talk about this. I don't know, and I'm pretty sure you wanna talk about this too. But you they don't know me.
1: The, the stupidity. What the hell I want to talk of, about? Of straight pride. It's dumb as fuck, and oh, it's the same it's thing. Dumb. as why can't we have a white student union? You sound oh stupid.
0: God. You sound
1: white, dumb. <laughs> white history month. Yeah, right. like why? And,
2: and see, this is the thing. White men.
0: I'm gonna just, do a man's march. Oh, entitled.
2: <laughs> Like they so entitled, and and the same way, see, and this is where this is what niggas got to be on the, on equal footing, George, because you know, right. The first thing a nigga say is like, what you when when uh, there are certain aspects that uh, when certain arguments are made from black women that encompass white feminism, that's problematic for niggas. Sure. In the same vein, niggas adopt the heteronormativity. White, of white men. Yeah. And run with that shit, you know what I'm saying? Not understanding how it's, how it's even more problematic for us to bring that shit into our careers, in our communities. You know what I'm saying? That's when niggas is lost.
1: Because it's still the desire to be equal, to be equitable, to be seen favorably with white men. That's you all standard. Now, I won't group y'all like that in this conversation, but that is no, you can black men's, like, standard black of validation. Men. You have not made it yeah. in this life. You don't feel fulfilled and complete unless y'all should look like a white man's, unless it emulates some type of white man's, unless... You yeah. know what I'm saying? And that's even... As we attempt to replicate liberation strategies and, like, nigga movements, a lot of the shit that you want, you want it to be reflective of what we saw white people do or how we see white people move. And the bottom line of that is our shit ain't never going to look like theirs. You know what I'm saying? Your relationships and your your civilization, your culture, your background, none of that shit has the level of mimicry to whiteness that you want it to have. So I don't understand why you feel like how you move is going to change any of that, my nigga. That's not your portion. It's just not your portion. It's it
2: crazy. I feel like, I don't, and I don't know because even though I, I i came into contact and was more familiar with queerness at an earlier age i was still awkward and uncomfortable niggas still say that i'm awkward and uncomfortable when it comes to this shit <laughs> i know somebody gonna say this is this shit like Dama. oh we know what happened with Dama. you know what i'm saying Lord. but i will say this this nigga george
1: yeah <laughs> yeah he this nigga
2: george what i mean george is I, like george has been an example of how black men should understand and view like queerness yeah you feel me because like, i've never stayed and fight for
1: be that receptive listen <laughs> and, like, this boy this boy will fight anybody on some bullshit and Brian College Hearn, South list. Texas. <laughs> it don't matter if you come up with the ignorance, and you come up with the bullshit. George got time today, and he will like, let you know. Up. He will let you like, know. Sh- straight up, like I mean,
2: you, it, it's hard because like I didn't been hitting the mouth. Let's, let's tell that story. Should we tell this story?
1: Not really. We shouldn't tell any more stories. <laughs> yeah. Because it's late. And we got some shit to cook. I still got a couple right, more yeah, questions.
2: But we'll
1: hold on to that, story. But, we'll on to that but, story. You know what story I'm talking about though, right? Which one? What? Now I got to know. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> nah, no. Nah. Hey, we'll, we'll keep the people guessing. We'll Sneaky guess ass way trying to, try to tell that story. We're not
2: names. We're not going to be using names. Yeah.
1: You know what I'm saying? But, you feel me? I, I just think it's so, I got to tell
2: this story. It's not a long story. Hurry it's up. It's not a
1: long we was at a listen. We was at a, a, a debate tournament, and yeah. we was all chilling in the hotel room
2: like we do. Uh, oh, that
1: <laughs> oh, that story! Oh, that story! Should I continue? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Because this is shit. George don't have to deal with none this of is, that. This the shit
2: that <laughs>
0: dominates, he just he forgets. walked into some shit. Forget. He walked into it like <laughs> nigga. you was stupid. Nah, we
2: call debate is a space that not, with not just George, I mean, because that's how George got introduced to queerness and queer studies and understanding that shit better but uh, it, it's just a space that, that where black queer people carved out you know what I'm saying, they own shit and it was just like, oh, boom, you feel me, we here and, and I mean that's where a nigga got that exposure Yeah. so we are around some of these phenomenal people who created these great spaces in, mm-hmm. in this Fucked up space that yeah. we call debate Yeah, and um, one of these beautiful people, we, I was sitting next to on a bed. Mm. George had just so happened to—I think it was either George or she—shout out to my nigga G, uh, had just so happened to change it to Will and Grace. Yeah. Now I have a stupid humor. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie, I make terrible jokes. <laughs> but in this moment, I just so happened to to try to be funny, right? I mean, I understood where I was, but I was—I was really trying to be funny. And I looked at Rasheed, I looked at Will and Grace, and I said, uh, "You like Will and Grace? That's gay!" Ha ha ha! <laughs> <laughs> what happened next?
1: What, happened, what next? happened next? What happened next? Okay. Well, no. So
2: there was a there was a there was a bit of silence.
1: Yeah. Like, as the room kind of heard the joke, nigga, nigga, <laughs> one person who else who also <laughs> not gonna be named, when you said that, nigga, somebody in the room said, oh <laughs> it was yeah, like somebody, somebody, one of
2: one of the other homies in the room was yeah. like, oh, <laughs> they're just like,
1: no, nigga, like why? And
2: then one of uh, one <laughs> of the, one of my favorite people,
1: yeah,
2: without any hesitation, didn't even think twice, and, boy, Busted a nigga in, in the mouth. Yeah. With, with a smooth backhand. My like, God. Nigga, you think you funny? Hey. No, no, no. She if y'all said want to what sa- you say? Yeah,
1: that's what she said. Wow. That's what she said. If y'all trying to envision what this slap looks like, I want you to envision what it looks like when you trying to start a lawnmower and you dig real deep. you trying to really get a good handle on that bitch because you're tired at this point and it went out a couple times. You're trying to figure out if it's the gas or if the thing broke and you reach and you pull, and you pull that thing with all your might that is what it looked like when she reached down in her pocket to slap the shit out of this man she popped a nigga a good
2: one yeah um, and you know a nigga just had to sit there
1: and be like yep, Yeah. that's yeah. what the fuck do you get he ate, he ate that though like a G I he ate mean, it like <laughs> he, he, ate, he ate it like a G I ate that hoe
2: and you know I still had to do something so I was just like can you leave
1: my room yeah, <laughs> definitely <checking> her out. <laughs> you gotta go. Hey, no, nah, hey, no, nah. you got, hey, no, nah, you gotta go. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I was go. that meek. It was just like, yeah, but that's how I felt inside. I yeah.
2: was pretty much because that's all I could do. Yeah, she was like, because I had grabbed her hand. She was like, nigga, let go, let go. And I was, I let go because like, what the, what the fuck else was I was about to do? You made a stupid joke. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, I mean, I will oh. say, and we'll get to the happy ending of this story. I'll conclude it. Niggas came back to the room. Niggas had a conversation. Niggas apologized, I think. Niggas went out, had a drink, or maybe, yeah, yeah. you know, kind of it, just... It's
2: been, it's been nothing but good times since. Ever nothing since. You, since. you know what I'm saying? So I mean, it wasn't nothing good but good times before, either. It was just... It happened. It a
1: stupid joke. It happened. <laughs> Speaking of, okay, so we kind of get into specific examples, and I want two kind of specific instances uh, from y'all, and then we'll move on really to round it out. Uh, tell me this, in what ways, in terms of proximity to, to queerness, and specifically black queerness, uh, have you all grown, and in what ways or areas would you like to grow? Like, what place can you point at? Like, I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, I ain't no superhero for this, but this has changed in me, and what can you be honest about for a moment and say, this is an area, in terms of black queerness, that I feel like I could, I could and should grow in, and I should commit some time to being better about? Go ahead, George.
0: Uh for me I think that I've grown in being able to not only associate a stigma or negativity to like queerness, but literally being able to embrace queerness. I feel like I've grown a lot <clears throat> in in that aspect of understanding like LGBT, black queerness, things of that nature. I think what I need to grow on is being able to understand the difference between sex and gender and being able to articulate that shit from like real lamish terms, everyday language. You feel me? Like this is the difference between sex, this is the difference between gender and being able to have robust conversations about uh, like transgender compared to, you know, different sexualities and what they look like. You know what I mean? Cause you know, sometimes shit be kind of confusing.
1: Definitely. <coughs> what about you, Damo? How would you like to grow? Uh, How have you grown? How would
2: you like to grow? I would have to say, for me, it's how how I've grown is uh, what what really stuck with me is when when we when it comes to conversations of queerness, where black men are positioned, and like the analogy of black men being the white man of. Black people, <laughs> and it's like I disagree. I think that analogy is dangerous, but it I could I, I see what the logic is, and that logic definitely makes sense. And we see that highlighted specifically when it comes to women and when it comes to queerness. And so um, I'm I'm involved in particular conversations. I debate back and forth with really religious, spiritual niggas. You feel me? Like uh, Hebrew Israelites and uh, super Christian <laughs> niggas, that type of shit. And um, what I what I would say is I, I've I've uh, grown is that I'm more active in challenging niggas on them conversations instead of just like sitting in chats and letting and letting that kind of language just be cool. Cause I cause I I I I, I think it's uh similar to like if you a white boy sitting in a room with other white boys and it's a whole bunch of niggas and, and they all talking about nigger this and nigger that and,
1: yeah. and
2: that type of thing. And you fuck with niggas and you say. You love niggas, and and not you know love niggas, but like you have (laughs) black people that you care about, right? And and you letting them niggas talk like that, you really don't care about them black them black people, and so um, I do. And again, this I'm no pat on the back, no shit like that, Um, but just more so I I do make it a habit to challenge niggas on 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 that type of understanding, on that type of uh, ideology, and just tell niggas what's just wrong.
1: I mean believe it a lot not that's what a lot of queer folk was asking for like niggas is asking for more than that like you know right. material but a lot of times just stopping shit in conversations if somebody like I know niggas ain't used to calling people they and you know getting interested in genders and shit like that together but you, correct that pronoun real quick that would be alright right, right. And, and
2: that's why I say actually where where I feel like I do need to get better and that's recognizing pronoun like people's pronouns mm-hmm. you feel me like cause I mean I've you know I, I still have a lot of heteronormative ways, and it's hard because I got I consistently got to check myself. You feel me? Which is is a is a uh, it's a process. You know what I'm saying? Just like with white people, you don't never just do nothing when you cross that threshold. It's a constant process of checking your goddamn self because you're gonna be wrong. You know what I'm saying? So and you know that's why I got people I love like Toya that check me as well, and George like you know what I'm saying? Just making sure niggas stay on top of like paying attention to that type of shit because. That shit matter, man. Uh, um, just because it don't matter to you, and just because you don't benefit from uh, that, you know, people paying attention to pronouns don't mean that you shouldn't or I shouldn't. Absolutely. So, that's where I'm at.
1: Um, you know, as a queer person, you know, who somebody who identifies as, you know, a person on the fringes in the middle, you know, you want to be... Or pretend like you always on the right side or right, that you always down with everybody. But honestly, I say if there was an area that I grew uh, that, you know, I, I wasn't looking too good at first, I, I would have to say the area of trans folk. You know what I'm saying? Like just really challenging the kind of ignorance about it. Because my thing wasn't like, hate trans people or you bad or you shouldn't exist or you shouldn't. I was just like, why? I don't get it. Why you just why you it's why mess with that? why bother why why like what you like I just like seriously I was just like I don't get why you gotta do all of that and I really I put a level of extraness and extremism on something that's very simple and very plain and then I think I also fell into the trap of only understanding whether it's like it's, it's black or white. And you got trans people who are non binary who present as cis women or cis men or whatever they present mm-hmm. as, but it's trans as fuck. And then, you know what I'm saying? And, and so. You know, doing the intellectual heavy lifting that's necessary to just wrap my mind around why people do what they do, but also to not wrap my mind around the intellectual heavy lifting and stop thinking so hard about what other people do. Like nigga, okay, don't get it. Like, but you know what I'm saying? Asking myself hard questions, but and two, I mean, but truly, just different levels of just dealing with transness. Like asking myself. And these are questions that we do have to be honest about ourselves, you know, with ourselves about in terms of the levels and the layers of how we're dealing with people who are different from us. It's like, yeah, you say you love trans people, but as a queer person, like, if I identify as queer, and this is my burden to bear, can I love a trans person? Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, you say fat people cool with you, could you love a fat person? You know what I'm saying? You say people with disabilities cool with you. Could you love your disabled child? Could you love a disabled partner if they were already like that when you met them or when you married? Like, those are the hard questions that we have to ask ourselves as we right. become, you know, a more liberatory society, a liberatory people, people who are revolutionary, is asking themselves that. And in terms of my own queerness, I really had to sit back and be like, if your partner one day was like, things are changing for me, I'm trans, like, what does that mean for you? Like, I had to start to deal with myself. And deal with my, you know, how I identify and deal with how other people identify and coexisting and, and, and relating and build, building relationship. And all those those things just became more interesting questions for me. You know what I'm saying? That I'm steady resolving and, and, and you know, reconciling. But I'm I'm grateful to be on that path and to have so many great trans people, you know, in my life. Uh, black trans people and just trans people in general, you know what I'm saying? That kind of put me up on game and the wherewithal to do my own research. Where I don't have somebody to go... You know, make me comfortable or help me understand this. Like, nigga, read. Watch a video. Like <laughs> I've I've been able to do some of those things too. Nigga, Google, nigga. It's your best friend. You know what I'm saying? And so I think I really come up to 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 par with that. I think in terms of where I kind of wish I could grow is um you know i <sighs> I don't know like i don't think by any means i'm just like flawless in any regard um Boy. but no nah. <laughs> but no nah, i'm just constantly i think the challenge would be to go out and build more queer relationships a place where i could grow is that like i identify a certain way but i think building and forging relationships and finding queer spaces has to be something that you not only actively do for yourself but that you do for the sake of other people you know what i'm saying like i live in orange county in california you know what i'm saying and so for black queer folk like i gotta do the heavy work in the labor of going and pushing up to la and and, and like combing through instagram and but it's worth it you know what i'm saying like just to to, to put a different value on my role in being who I am and being okay with that, and just you know finding other people to pour in me as I pour in other people, it's just it's it's a job that we have because a lot of our survival is contingent on each other. And yes, when we talk about Black trans women, it's about like physical survival but also you know survival of the spirit survival of the heart survival of you know what i'm saying like life and the circumstances and situations the interesting thing about queer folks and you'll see this imposed is that you know you have your blood family which may or may not accept you i could tell a whole testimony about that you know what i'm saying but you also have your chosen family the people who you get to choose who you get to have in your life who you get to determine you know what i'm saying or good or qualified enough to be who makes you better and who makes you strong and i should just i feel like a lot of times and this is also in activisms and different projects and different work that they do that i could probably be a whole lot better about building community and being closer to to, to queer folk so that'd be my spiel real quick question before we go question before we go uh let me know let us know do y'all have any uh black queer heroes like people who just you look at it and you like man, you killing it. You putting on not only for the culture, meaning queer culture, but you putting on for niggas. Like you just really, I look at you and I see life. Like are, y'all got some queer heroes, past, present. All right, so
2: that's kind of weird <laughs> uh, because it, it, one of uh one of one, one person that I, I I look to with a lot of respect. Especially earlier on when I was kinda of getting to the peak of my debate career. Uh would have to be Rashad Evans.
1: Right on.
2: Right on, right on. Uh, like I I uh <coughs> I admire uh a lot of what he did winning the the, the, the first nigga to win a debate championship, you feel me? Uh I mean going to uh, the the legal mind that he has, you feel me? Smart dude, extremely smart dude. Yeah. Uh and yeah, I. Uh, that's that's
1: one. It's kind of like a a role model
0: for me for uh, for a long time. Right on. Uh, <laughs> for me, I give a past and a present one. Uh, past. I'll say, uh, Marsh Johnson. Like me, learning about Stonewall, me mm-hmm. learning about the first pride, me <laughs> learning about that shit was pretty uh empowering, and it made me really, I think, view what 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 LGBT people can contribute to, like, liberation of, like, all oppressed people, like, especially black people. And, and then somebody, like, uh, currently right now that just always wows me every time I see her name in, in news is uh, uh, Lena Way Is her
1: name right? Lena Way Lena away. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: Lena Way I feel like every time I see her, every time I hear about her doing something, it always just, like, wows me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know what? I
2: also want to throw out there. I threw in the past, Bay uh, Yard Rustin. Yeah. Because I feel like when I learned about him, I mean, this is like the nigga behind Martin Luther King. Yeah. Like the nigga, like the architect of the civil rights movement. I think they yeah. describe him like that, too. But, uh, yeah, and this is this is a, a a queer man, a queer black man that don't get none of the love that none of these other niggas get. And he was just as crucial. And he had to deal with shit from other niggas. Well, he's gay. You feel me? Now, well, he's gay. <laughs> uh, Escape black man in the like, 60s, no, man. Uh, if you, you can't have no respect for the Civil Rights Movement and not have respect for Bayard Wrestling. And
0: and, and then and then, and then the other person, too, that really, you know what I'm saying, that I feel like really, really took the cake for me. That they really, I feel like, made me th- rethink a whole bunch of shit. Is this nigga James Baldwin? Yeah. Like, every time I come across his work, when I first start to come across his work, when I first learned about him... Like I, I always first time I seen him in the video, I thought like niggas, you is this nigga gay? Was he gay? <laughs> 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 and then and then and then it became obvious. Much I heard him do a video. I think or talked about it. Like the last time he went to the church or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. And you know, saying that video, his sexuality kind of came up a little bit. You know, and it was sixty, so he didn't just come out talking about like. Gay pride, no shit like that. But you feel me? He was definitely like proud. You feel me? Yeah. Not straight. You know right what you on. Say. Right <laughs> on. <laughs> proud to
1: be not straight. <laughs> I don't know. Y'all have said you know some great people. I'm gonna pick somebody that is both past and present because she is eminent and she is dope as hell. My personal like black queer hero is goddamn Queen Latifah, nigga. She, hey. yo, Queen Latifah move how I would move. Like, my name yeah. on Twitter, y'all, uh, my little, like, not my at, but my yeah. other my little name on there is Khadijah James. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because I fell in love with her character on Down Living Single. And that's because she is, she is both on that show and I, in real life just who I want to be, right? So she a black queer woman. Everybody know it. It ain't no secret. It ain't no surprise. Speculation was out there for a long time in media. I think she clarified it, set the record straight. But yeah. for her... You know what I'm saying? And this is kind of just me and how I move. This is not criticism or, you know, anything about how other people, you know, present their queerness, but I'm just like, I'm a whole lot of things and nothing. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm, I I got, you know, me and my boo, me and this girl, me and whoever. And I mean, honestly, in my queerness, me and this nigga, whoever I'm with at the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, whatever the situation is, it is what it is, but that's not at the forefront of what I'm doing. you always going to be wondering. you always going to be guessing. It's always going to be a little bit of side conversation and chat. In terms of the, the, the attire, think about how many different, <laughs> you know, get up, shout and sing Queen Latifah in. You know what I'm saying? Pick a situation, everything from set it off to living and single to, you know, presenting awards and stuff. Like, she just, she wears everything. She does everything. She was Charlene with the white dude, got in <laughs> jail. Nigga, and, um, uh, what was that? Bring that in the house? Bring that in the house. One, one of my favorite trashy movies when well, she got cancer with and uh, some basketball movie I forgot yeah. just right or some shit um, but Queen Latifah is that deal nigga she is uh, got the Broadway reps she got the music reps she got the acting reps I know she got some executive producing and some. Mm. you know what I'm saying some, she just she is a threat she fine as hell you know what I'm saying like I like her swag I like her demeanor I like how she moves I like what she's done for black hip hop Black women in hip hop, uh, shit. She us up the queen. You know what I'm saying? Like all of that, her whole little stilo You know what I'm saying? is just something that I really am just man, like. Man. I mean,
2: and let's not forget, she was an
1: OG conscious rapper. Period. You know what I'm saying? OG you like, you know and like, Ity. You know what I'm saying? Like you and Ity. Do y'all know how big of a? And this is something I think about a lot of time when I watch this episode. Do y'all know how big of a deal it had to be for her to be Will Smith's love interest? On you know what I'm saying on Fresh Prince of Bel Air like Neil Long Tyra Banks is on that hoe but somehow she landed mm-hmm. being and not only that but she was a boss like she was like a boss bitch like
2: yeah she was like Will's perfect girl yeah you know what I'm saying she had but the same sense of humor all of that shit but also
1: like I think she like was yeah, she, she like had credibility like she had a bomb ass job she was a director actor something like that but it it don't matter Queen Latifah is that hoe she that bitch that's my nigga. <laughs> Love her. Love the work that she's done. I think she is totally green part excellence part two when I, when I step my shit up. And uh, you definitely remind me of her. Hey, it's queen shit over here. I think that's what that's it is. Cool. You're picking up on some queen shit. uh. Yeah. But, yeah, I got a couple more questions, but I'm not going to ask them because, you know, I think we should constantly be talking about, you know, black queerness and art, the influence it has on our lives and whatever. So these are discussions that we'll have in our private time. But I'm happy that I was able to close out Pride Month with y'all and make sure that we had a meaningful discussion about just where we are um, in terms of our people. I think, George, uh, by way of LBS, our brothers up there, you know, made a very valid point. that If you're not a, about the liberation of everybody, you're really not about to liberate nobody. You know what I'm saying? And so um, invest yourself in, in love for our people. Love the people, free the people. And that's pretty much what I got to say about that. You feel me?
2: Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. The hour so, is
1: late. Yeah, uh,
2: it's, it, it's it's definitely it's definitely that time. So we're
1: God, gonna close man. this sweet one out. We're
2: glad that y'all could join us. We only had the one chop. We only had the one chop. Yeah, the most important chop. We kind of had
1: two chops. We had a
2: cool little uh, we yeah, yeah, we cool. had a little have the
1: mini
2: snapshot. chops in there. We had the mini chops. Yeah, but it's all good, yo. So hey, glad y'all was able to tune in. Make sure y'all check us out on all the places where you find our podcast. Google niggas though that's what we can do now google niggas the chop up make sure y'all follow us on instagram Hey, push that share the button. chop up show at instagram and uh hey we've been receiving music so we got to do something with this music we've been receiving
1: all
2: right um so yeah but i hey, keep sending uh keep sending shit to the chop up show at gmail no the chop at up g- show g-mail. email at gmail.com that is the chop up show email at gmail.com This is your boy, Damo, The Political Plug. Make sure y'all
1: check me out on Instagram at The Political Plug, who I'm leaving out with. Hey, it's your girl Toya G. Uh, I'm on IG too. Y'all don't sleep on the inspiration, the motivation, the encouragement, the empowerment I got for y'all. Listen up, Higher Definition L-E-C, at Higher Definition L-E-C on Instagram. Come find me. Uh, We got some videos. We got some quotes we got some reflections we just got a little bit of something to get you to live your life in higher definition so come check your girl out higher
0: definition l-e-c that's on the ground and hey, you know how we're doing and we hustling so we make that soft softer you make it rock up hey. You know, we on a chopper where we keep it chopped up. and Never slopped, slopped up. You feel me? Yeah. Hey, this is George Lee, a.k.a. Consciously. Don't forget the Lee. You yeah. can find me on all social media platforms at The Consciously. And you know what? If you don't like social media, you can just find me on the internet, yeah. on the website. Yeah. GeorgeLeeSpeaks.com. <laughs> God yeah, damn on. it. Come on. Come on with it. Holler at your boy. You know what I'm saying? Tell a friend to tell a friend. Follow The Chopper. Tell a friend,
2: yeah. The right. Chopper.
0: Yeah.
1: And that's Love all we got to say about it. that
2: has been
0: The Chopper. We out. <laughs>